Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines. Help all the people who have been quarantined. We'll wear our masks and we'll have to stay distant. We'll wash our hands and we'll be more resistant. Fauci, yes, promise us please. We'll have a cure that can fight off this disease. Restrictions will lift with some ease. Dr. Fauci, don't forget me. Sorry I had to expose you to all of that. I'm sorry I had to listen to that, ladies and gentlemen, but, you know, sometimes I got to shiver your timbers, too. If I had to see it, you had to see it. That's just the way it works at this show. That's the way we do things here. <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host. I'm on my own again today. Josh is taking a day off to deal with some family matters. Uh, his wife and him are, uh, she's in recovery from a surgery, so God, God speed to her. She's doing good. Miss her. Miss Josh, my beautiful bearded husband. I'm all by myself. Doing good, though. Doing good. Man. Man, oh, man. Did I trigger some people yesterday? Good Lord. Like, I, I really, really pissed some people off yesterday. God forbid you support freedom and liberty. Ooh. You know, one thing I did notice, though, I noticed not a lot of other people were talking about that topic. Did you notice that, ladies and gentlemen? Did you notice that? Did you see anybody really taking a hard stance on religious liberty and the separation of church and state? Was anybody really in-depth discussing it? I wonder why. I wonder why. Mm. We know why. We know why. Come on. It's about the following. You can't piss off the followers. You can't bite the hand that feeds you. How dare you? How dare you do that, sir? Ah, But that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we're at. Well, hey. Good news. Good news. We've got something here at the All-American Savage Studio that I think you're going to appreciate. Now, normally this show is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com, but what I'm about to show you might intimidate, possibly even scare, but I think you're going to love it. We've just launched the newest product on AllAmericanSavageShow.com. I'm reaching for it, and here it is. What is it you're asking? It's an eggplant water bottle. Yes, it's real. Yes, it works. Oh, I'm going to drink this ice-cold water from it. Mmm. Got some eggplant energy. That's right. And you can grab yours at allamericansavageshow.com. I'm not kidding. It's real. 
we've been sitting on this, no pun intended, <laughs> no pun intended, for a very long time. You can pick it up at All Merits, ten dollars. You can get it for ten bucks. Support the show. Be a savage. Get your own. <clears throat> it's now live on the website. You can find it here. AllAmericanSavageShow.com. Also, the other John Ross paintings that I basically forgot to sell are there. So if you want to get your hands on an original John Ross, the old ones are starting at $50. You can grab one today. Now, if you want to get a bundle deal, you want to get the cup, you want to get the stickers, and you want to get the eggplant and support the All-American Savage Show podcast, you can do that. If you're interested, save some money. Here's the link. Go check it out. It's simple. I think the combo deal, yeah, it's like 25 bucks. Get a cup, some stickers, and the eggplant. And look, it even straps onto like your backpack. It even straps on to your backpack. No pun intended. So get yourself an American Savage eggplant energy for my little little lost savages out there. Support the show. We appreciate that love, guys. Hope you like it. We 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 went and looked for these. I was like, <laughs> I need to get something like this. Because I think it'll be funny. And there we go. So, uh, it's a strap-on eggplant. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. We got the news going on. Supreme Court says Biden can end Trump-era remain in Mexico immigration policy. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Uh, The Supreme Court ruled on Thursday that the Biden administration properly ended a Trump-era policy forcing some U.S. asylum seekers to wait in Mexico. Now, when when we originally read this headline, when we originally look at this, naturally we're going to be upset about it because it sounds like, oh my gosh, they're repealing a policy that's actually going to keep illegal immigrants in Mexico. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not the case. Now, I'm not saying what the SCOTUS did was right, But we do have to have a pragmatic approach about this. This policy isn't doing anything. Matter of fact, while having said policy in place, illegal immigration is still at an all-time high. This policy does nothing. This is a Band-Aid on a sucking chest wound. So I understand how we're upset about this, but we do have to be realistic. This didn't stop anything. It didn't. In fact, we just had, what was it now? It's up to like 51 dead in that trailer, about 150 miles from the Mexico border. These are the issues. This is the reality of it, ladies and gentlemen. So it reads well. It briefs well. And that's where we're at. So I get why people are going to be upset. It makes sense. But we do have to be realistic about this. These policies aren't doing anything. They're not. The things that were being effective, Biden stripped away. Right now, Border Patrol agencies are hemorrhaging, looking for good people. Morale is at an all-time low. They've been demonized left and right. The Justice's 5-4 decision for the administration came in a case about the Remain in Mexico policy under President Donald Trump. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the decision and was joined by fellow conservative Justice Brett Kavanaugh, as well as court's three liberal justices, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Alina Kagan. That's where we're at. Now, once again, once again, When people say it does work when applied, Mexico won't apply it. Mexico doesn't care. This is a one-way problem, folks. This is a one-way problem. We're not going to get support from Mexico on this. Look Look at the last four years. What have they really done? I'm not demonizing Mexican people. I'm talking about the Mexican government. They don't care. Now, if we look at what's going on with abortion... The abortion rights, the Roe v. Wade being overturned, which again, landmark decision by the SCOTUS. Now, we watch what the Democratic left is doing here. By now, people like Biden coming out. And once again, when we don't get our own ways, when we actually abide by the rules of the game, the Democratic process is utilized. And effectively, Democrats once again are trying to change the rules. Once again, trying to change the rules, ladies and gentlemen. We see this. 
We see this. Biden's call for filibuster end over abortion prompts Twitter cheers outrage. Uh, AOC suggests a filibuster change does not go far enough. These people are unhinged, folks. These people are insane. They're nuts. They want so much power given to them to essentially, through tyrannical behaviors, impose what they want to see happen in this country. They violate the very premise of the Constitution, the need for Congress. These people, like ladies and gentlemen, if they got what they want, we are sitting amidst tyrants in our Congress. Far be it from me to demand that a representative that is democratically elected swears an oath to that Constitution. It doesn't seem as if we have elected officials that are respecting that right now. If we disavow the rules, then the game is no longer fair and balanced. And now one side is going to an extremist viewpoint, rather. AOC says changing the filibuster is not enough. When let's 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 go back for a little while, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take this back some. When was the last time you heard them talking about removing the filibuster? Was it under Trump? No, it wasn't. It's when Democrats took control of Congress and they were expecting to be able to jam through as much as they could. And the filibuster is the final straw. And the same thing they wanted to get rid of, they can utilize. And look, I'm telling you, you Democrats, you don't like, you have a very short memory span because if and when this red wave hits in midterms come 2022 coming up and say there is a majority of Republicans in Congress, Senate in the House, the filibuster is going to be your final saving grace. So if you repeal it now, if you want to do it, it's not going to happen. I think most Democratic senators know you need that. They're not stupid. That's once again, AOC and her ilk are idiots. They are idiots. It's the truth. But if there is a majority takeover, what's going to prevent Republicans from ramming through as much as they want? That very same thing you want to disband now to do away with. Social media erupted on Thursday after President Biden voiced support for Congress to alter the Senate filibuster in an effort to pass legislation for a national right to abortion. So again, Congress is utilized as it should be. The SCOTUS is utilized as it should be. And what do Democrats want to do? Change the rules. They essentially want to continue living in a state of ever-changing rules so long as they benefit, so long as they win. These are would-be tyrants, folks. These are would-be tyrants. Now, do I think they're going to do away with the filibuster? No, I don't. I really don't. The foremost thing we should do is make it clear how outrageous this decision was, Biden said. I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade into the law, and the way to do that is to make sure that Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. We should require an exception to the filibuster for this action to continue. Then if we have an exception to action, then what's the point of having that to begin with? If we have an exception to a filibuster, then why do you have a filibuster to begin with? What you're trying to do is in place a law-based switch that essentially says, if we go through the process the right way and we hit a stopping block, trigger a switch that lets us circumvent it just that one time, or realistically what they really want is anytime we choose to. This upsets the balance of checks and balances. This is dangerous. If Republicans were calling for the same thing, I would adamantly disagree with them. How do I know that? Because I'm very much against the executive order that Trump utilized so much, that every president has utilized so much. But y'all remember, when Trump was doing it, I warned you. I said, be careful. This is something that should be put on the plate of every representative saying, you want the EO done away with. The president was given the executive order by Congress. It can be easily taken back away. It just has to be addressed. But do you think they're going to do it? Probably not. 
We're living in very dangerous times. Because what if, what if, for some reason, Democrats were able to put a trigger or remove the filibuster altogether? Game on. Game on. They're going to ram through whatever they want. Now, of course, you get the likes of uh, Manchin and Cinema, who might not be on board with everything. It depends on the issue. But it sets a very dangerous precedence. Precedence. Very dangerous. Representative Adam Schiff out of California said he wholeheartedly agrees with Biden's endorsement of change the Senate. Of course he does. This guy's a pathological liar, as are most congressmen and women. Adam Shifty Shift. Been sitting there saying he has all this evidence on Trump. All these things. Where is it? Where is it? These are the representatives that are going to tell you what you want to hear. Like, Democrats are finally starting to wake up and see that the DNC is worthless. I'm seeing more articles being published talking about how the DNC is doing nothing. And Democrats are tired of it. Because they keep giving you talking points they're never going to actually act on because they know better. Republicans have done it too. And the people are getting sick and tired of it. NBC News and MSNBC legal analyst Joyce Vance provided less uh, analyst, uh, analysts and more opinion in her reaction to Biden's comments. Said President Biden says he favors doing away with the filibuster to codify privacy rights. Not just Roe's protection for abortion, but the full range of privacy rights, including contraception and same-sex marriage. Now he needs majorities in Congress to get it done. Let's go, she tweeted. Okay, there is something I do need to address here. People are talking about how they're wanting to go after same-sex marriage, contraceptives, and things such as that. Supreme Court justices will give their opinions on such matters. That's fine. Everybody out there right now getting their panties in a twist need to calm down. Ah, they're going after same-sex marriage and condoms next. Because I think it was Clarice Thomas or somebody said something about it as a personal opinion. You do need to understand a judge having a personal opinion does not equate to law. It's an opinion. And let's say, by and large, let's just do a real quick social experiment, ladies and gentlemen, with my people in the chat watching me on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube right now. If, if they did go after contraceptives, let's just say Clarice Thomas gets a wild hair up his ass, and he says, you know what? I'm going to take my views and say, no longer are we going to uh, make it legal to access condoms, yada, 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 yada. No plan B, nothing of that nature. I think I probably have a very right-leaning audience that watches and listens to the show. And if you don't, well, God bless you. I want to see in my chat just a simple yes or no answer. If Clarence Thomas said that he wants to go after conism things such as that, how many of you would support this? Yes or no? If Clarence Thomas Thomas said he wanted to go, if any judge said, I want to go after abortion, I want to go after, uh, or excuse me, not abortion, uh, preventatives, how many of you would, would be in support of this? Look at that. The entire chat saying no. This is conservatives. These are like right-leaning libertarians that primarily watch me. Even they're against it. So just because a judge has an opinion does not equate to it being law. Sure, they can say, I want to do this. I want to do that. That requires a majority vote. But some people don't have enough foresight to sit there and think, wait a minute. Is this going to get the majority? Fuck no, it's not. You, come on. I'd be the first one to tell you, uh, uh, yeah, we're getting condoms. Absolutely. Absolutely. You really think conservatives? Conservatives have been pushing that for the longest time. But people don't think. They don't want to think. They just want to react immediately, get all up in their feels, get triggered me timbers, and not think. But that's just how we are as a society. Uh, yes, he says, keep the pressure. This is moving the needle. Rewire senior editor and law and policy, Imani Twitch Kitchens Gandhi chimed in. Far left writer for the national Eli Mystical gloated, oh, look, Biden said he wasn't open to changing the filibuster to pass a federal abortion law, 
uh, people loudly complain, and now he's changed his mind. Funny how that works. It's almost like telling elected officials what we want them to do makes them more likely to do it. Funny how you're sitting there telling elected officials to violate the Constitution, and you're okay with that? This is what Democrats do. Mm. This water is so gloriously cold in my eggplant water shaker, water holder. It's beautiful. Oh, the water's just so good. It's so good. Get that eggplant energy from allamericansavageshow.com. $10 or get the bundle deal. <clears throat> and then you got AOC out here. This woman is the dumbest woman in Congress. I mean, I'm seriously, I I don't know anybody that can like really compete with this. She says, catastrophic. A filibuster carve out is not enough. Listen how she goes nuclear. This is what Democrats do. It's always to an extreme comparison. Greta Thunberg, how dare you? If we don't start recycling straws or use metal straws, we're dead in five years. Al Gore preached that like back in early 2000. We're still here. Okay. Now, it's not that I'm against pollution or I'm against it. It's not that I'm against like finding alternative methods. Of course I am, but practical, pragmatic, and affordable. But look how they go to extreme measures when comparing things. She says, catastrophic. A filibuster carve out is not enough. We need to reform or do away for the whole thing for the sake of the planet. <laughs> what? For the sake of the planet. What? That's that's a bit extreme. <clears throat> you think Australia is going to give a shit if we ban abortions? And by the way, the old Roe v. Wade, I don't know how many times I got to say this, did not ban abortions. If anything, this is how stupid the left is. If anything, this gave the power back to the left and the states that want to sit there and say, no, we're going to continue respecting the idea of having abortions. Because it basically says the federal government had way too much power on this. Kick it back to the states. Let the states decide. I agree with this. States' rights. I agree with this. But the reason Democrats are opposing it right now, because on this single issue, it doesn't go their way. But overall, and that's what we have to look at this. We have to look at this in the long term. Long, long game here. We're going to win some, and we're going to lose some. We get it in our heads in this political gambit that we are going to win every single time. No, it's not going to work that way. I wish it did. I think this world would be, or this country would be a lot better if we had less liberal control. But this is where we're at. So again, them trying to change the rules tips the scales of the whole thing. If this occurs, it's not a good, it's not a good thing. It's a horrible thing. It's one more step towards a tyrannical government, hence why the Second Amendment is so crucial. These people talking about, it's almost like if you tell your elected representative what to do, they'll do it. As long as it's within the limits, as long as it's within the limits of the Constitution. The Constitution talks about it. In regards to, say, for example, the Second Amendment, that's in the Bill of Rights. That's not states' rights to decide. I disagree with that. That's in the Constitution. Abortion is not. Let the states decide. If it's a right and it's in there, that's it. That's all there is to it. So all these states that don't allow certain kinds of guns yet, I think they're, no, absolutely not. That should not be states' rights. That is, by and large, the constitutional supported amendment, and a state should not have the ability to overthrow it or to ignore it. I disagree. No other matters that are not hard-lined in the Constitution, I can understand that. And let's not also forget that the Constitution can be changed, as outlined by the Constitution. That's where I stand on that. That's where I stand on that. Now, if states decide that they want to make abortion legal, I don't agree with that, but... That's democracy. I'll respect it. The thing is, I'm just not going to go out and have an abortion. I'm going to wrap my junk before I go hogging. I respect the process, but I do believe everybody has a right to life. 
Uh, U.S. Senate candidate Tom Nelson will face off against Senator Ron Johnson. Wisconsin said that if Joe Manchin refuses to abolish the filibuster, Democrats will expand their majority and do so without him. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> you make all these threats. You say all these things like, we'll just, we'll just expand the DNC without you. No, you're not. No, you're not. I mean, with or without him, you're not expanding. You're hemorrhaging, and you know it. Of course, Ilhan Omar, at a minimum, the Senate should get rid of the filibuster to codify Roe v. Wade into law. Worried Manchin, Cinema, Collins, and Murkowski won't support it. Make them take a vote and go on the record choosing minority rule over women's rights. It ain't a woman's right. It's not. I don't care what you say. But I love how they frame this argument. I love how they frame this argument. At a minimum, the Senate should get rid of the filibuster to codify Roe v. Wade. So what she's saying here is, based upon this singular issue, we should change the rules entirely so we can get what we want, circumvent the process behind Congress and what it exists for, just so we can get what we want. But no mention, no mention of how it will save them come 2022, pushing into 2024. They're not going to mention that because I tell you this right now, when the red wave happens, if they did do away with the filibuster, it's getting brought right the hell back. And what are Democrats going to do? They'll be praising it because it'll be the last bastion that saves them from Republicans forcing through all this stuff on Democrats. Again, cherry picking how Congress works or how the Constitution is there, what it's there for is the dumbest thing ever. These are bad faith actors, ladies and gentlemen. I am so tired of this. I'm so tired of this. Realistically, when you go against the Constitution, when you undermine the cut, you are a traitor to the Constitution. That's what our country was founded on. And if you don't like it, leave. Don't you love this, folks? You love you love those gas prices, right? Well, we'll get to that in a second. Joe Biden trashes American democracy while touring Europe. You got to love how a president, while overseas, will turn around and look back at his own country and trash the very system that made it great. Democracy. People getting to vote. Now, I know we're not a democracy. It's a democratic process. That's what I'm saying here. The ability to vote, to make your voice heard. But when the outcome doesn't go your way, you sit there and you piss and you moan and you cry about how bad your country is. Are you serious? Well, I'm just going to kick my ball and go home and everybody disagrees with me as a Nazi. The president first voices frustration with the Supreme Court during his press conference in Spain, scolding them for their outrageous behavior by overturning Roe v. Wade and ruling in support of the Second Amendment. The same president, the same dementia-ridden piece of shit human being, that when Justice Kavanaugh had a threat against his life, said nothing. Said nothing. Your silence is deafening, Biden. Your silence is deafening. It says volumes about who you are. You had a Supreme Court justice, the highest court in the land, the highest court in the land, having a a would-be assassination attempt on his life, and you said nothing? Because you would have been okay with it. Secretly, I'm surprised it didn't happen. Because think about that. He gets popped, what happens? Oh, so sad. We're just going to go ahead and put another Democratic SCOTUS in there. And suddenly, the scales have tipped. You think those freaking Supreme Court justices that lean conservative aren't afraid? I would be. Their lives are in jeopardy. Dangerous times. But I love how in that same interview, Biden backpedaled and ran when he was basically pressed on the immigrant, legal immigrants that were found dead in the uh, rig. Oh, he hightailed it then. Nothing to say on that. But hey, democratic system, right? Representatives, voice of the people, what the people's wants and needs are, right? You would think. Joe Biden 
Drivers must pay more for gas as long as it takes to stop Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Don't you love just being volunteered to do something that you had no say in and that you want nothing to do with? I don't give a shit about stopping Putin. I don't give a shit about Ukraine. President Joe Biden said Thursday that American drivers should be prepared to pay more for gasoline until Russian President Vladimir Putin was defeated in Ukraine. What are you talking about? We were paying insanely high gas prices before Russia even invaded Ukraine. What, are, what is this bumbling fool talking about? Even your own economists are admitting this. And still, the left will put their heads in the sand like an ostrich and not say a word on this. Not a peep. Don't you love just being told, hey guys, until this war over there is finished, you got to be prepared to pay for higher gas prices. Mr. President, you shut down the Keystone. You basically stripped away all these licenses. You're refusing to let us drill on federal land. Again, investor and consumer confidence or investor confidence is done. It's demolished because I said this before, even if Biden changed his course and said, okay, we're going to drill on federal land, oil companies could be like, uh, yeah, I don't trust you. You already tanked 10,000 jobs. You already cost us millions, if not billions of dollars. Rigs and equipment doing what? Get collecting dust. Everybody out of work. That was you. That was you. You did that. You fucking knew. You, you did that. You don't get to blame and scapegoat Russia. No, you don't. Because last I checked, we're still buying oil from them. We could be drilling. We could be doing our thing. But no. This is crazy to me. How long is it fair to expect American drivers and drivers around the world to pay a premium for this war? One reporter from the New York Times asked the president during his press conference in Europe. The New York Times asked him that. The liberal rag New York Times asked him that. As I said before, Democrats only give a shit when it starts hitting their wallets. Then they start to realize these progressive policies are garbage. He says, as long as it takes, so Russia cannot, in fact, what do you mean as long as it takes, Biden? What do you mean as long as it takes? People cannot afford groceries. They cannot afford these insane gas prices. It's not as long as it takes. You are destroying your country's economy. The answer is not as long as it takes. That is a lazy answer. You even had your top general Miley say, this war could last years. Americans cannot afford this. But what I love are these Democrats out there sitting there saying all this ignorance. Well, the cost of everything's gone up. Why aren't businesses raising and increasing wages? Are you kidding me? How? How are we supposed to do that? We're paying more. Of course it's inflation. Of course we're in a recession. Ladies and gentlemen, don't blame the businesses that are suffering under the hands of a botched economy from an awkward, ignorant president. Are you kidding me with this? You can't blame corporations and businesses for this. This is what you voted for. This is what you wanted and you got it. If anybody should be paying for it, it should be Democrats. If you voted for Biden, you should get taxed harder. This is who you put in office. This is who you wanted. Good job. Because I'd say the majority of you idiots that voted for Biden, you did so simply because you hated Trump. That's it. You didn't care about his policies. I guarantee more than the majority of you didn't even ask about his policies. You didn't look at the history of his voting record. As long as it takes. So Russia cannot, in fact, defeat Ukraine and move beyond Ukraine, Biden said. This is a critical, critical position for the world. 
The president blamed high gas prices on Russia despite his policy efforts to restrict oil and gas production in the United States. He has done this. That's how stupid these people think you are, folks. They will sit there and punch you in the face while standing in front of you and then say Putin did it. What? They think you're that dumb. And the reason for that is they fed lies to their own party for generations and they believed it hook, line, and sinker, folks. It's not that they think conservatives are stupid. They know Democrats are stupid because Democrats, by and large, the types like Joy Behar and freaking the rest of these morons are going to eat this shit up. Because fuck Trump, that's why. But if it's if it's if it's Biden, anything anti-Trump, we're going to we're going to swallow it hook, line, and sinker, and regurgitate it to the masses. Because they know Biden and Kamala know they can get away with it. They know the DNC will let them get away with murder. They will not hold them accountable. Joy Behar came out today or yesterday saying, well, you know, as far as abortion goes and it failed, at least Biden's trying. <laughs> wow. Okay. I guess he's trying. He's destroying the country's economy. Like you could not, let me put it in context for you folks. You could not have asked for a worse series of events. The governments at state and federal level turn tyrannical, enforce lockdowns, tank our economy. followed by a president that comes in and assumes control and basically puts us more dependent on foreign energy, driving up gas prices, driving up food prices. We're hurting right now, folks. We're hurting. And it's not getting any better anytime soon. Biden's right about one thing. This is going to last for a while. Because of what he did. What he did. Biden also said that he would not ask Saudi Arabian leaders to increase their production of oil during his trip to the Middle East in July. He said, no, I'm not going to ask them, he said. He repeatedly downplayed his trip to the region regarding America's relationship with the Saudis and the production of oil. It's not about Saudi Arabia. It's in Saudi Arabia, Biden said. It's not about Saudi. It's in Saudi. What? This guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> I, and apparently there's reports now that Biden is, is irked that he sees a lot of his uh, voter base saying they don't want him to run again in 2024. The ego in this guy. You got like a 37, 38% approval rating and you think you should run again? <laughs> they don't like you, dude. You, you have screwed up massively. Massively. You know what'll fix this? Some ice cold water from your eggplant energy lost savages eggplant shaker. That's right, folks. We can't bring your gas prices down. We can't fix the cost of groceries. We can't fix the gas mile mileage on your car. But you know what we can do? We can offer an affordable, great product that you can fill with ice cold liquid to make you at least feel good temporarily. Now, folks, I won't lie to you. It's not going to change the water into wine but it will keep your beverages cold for, well, it's plastic. It's a $10 piece of plastic. You take that for what you want, but it's still good. Move over, Steven Crowder. Step aside, Ben Shapiro. We got the drink of the Lost Savages, the eggplant. Oh, you know you want one. I know that you know that you want one, and you should get one to support the show. AllAmericanSavageShow.com. You can get a combo deal for $25. Get the mug. Get the eggplant and get the stickers. Support the show. Put them on your laptop. Put them on your car. Put them wherever. I don't care. Put them on the gas. Put them on the gas pumps. There you go. That'd be awesome. Well, here's some good news, folks. <laughs> Anthony Fauci tests positive for coronavirus for second time after experiencing Paxlovid rebound. Oh, how they keep changing the narrative. How they keep changing the narrative because all the do-gooder leftists out there, the narrative keeps changing and you just keep slurping it up. Yes, Daddy Fauci. Yes, Daddy Fauci. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just mind-blowing to me. 
Give me more daddy, Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor has tested positive for coronavirus two weeks after initially testing positive and getting treatment with Pfizer's antiviral drug Paxlovid. Oh, in case you didn't hear, I posted this on my Instagram yesterday. They almost deleted me again this morning. In case you didn't know, I lost my account again for like five minutes. They gave it back. This just came out. U.S. government buys 105 million doses of Pfizer's mRNA vaccine for fall booster injections with an option of 195 million more doses. That's your money. That's your money, folks. Big Pharma has become the military-industrial complex. They are raking in billions on billions upon billions. <laughs> oh, my God. The 81-year-old Fauci first caught coronavirus two weeks ago on June 15th after Fauci's doctors prescribed him Pfizer's antiviral drug Paxlovid due to age, putting him at risk of developing complications. What? After finishing his five-day treatment of Paxlovid, Fauci tested negative for coronavirus for three days in a row, but on the fourth day, he tested positive again. After I finished the five days of Paxlovid, I reverted to negative on an antigen test for three days in a row, Fauci said on Tuesday. And then on the fourth day, just to be absolutely certain, I tested myself again, I reverted back positive. The CDC reportedly told health officials across the country to watch out. Here it is. Here's the next variant, folks. To watch out for the seemingly rare but increasingly reported phenomenon called Paxlovid Rebound. Oh my God. <sighs> you're, you're kidding. You're kidding me. And you will still have liberals eat this shit up. You will still have liberals swallow this hook, line, and sinker. What do we do to prevent COVID? We get a vaccine. We get the vaccine, it doesn't work. Oh, because you need to get booster shots. The booster shots don't work. Then we have alternative methods of the vaccine. This Paxlovid. Oh, by the way, there, you know, there's some rare cases where it might not work, and that condition is called Paxlovid Rebound. What are you talking about? Your vaccines are ineffective. Ineffective. They don't work. Because before, Fauci came out and said, get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. What happens? The narrative change. Well, you can still, you, you can still get COVID. It's not as likely. And then turns out, yes, you can still get COVID, and it's highly likely. What happens next? Well, the symptoms are minimal. Okay, and then what happens next? No, people are still dying even with the vaccine. Oh, but now we have the Paxlovid, but you can still get the Paxlovid rebound. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Tell me you don't know what you're doing already. You have no idea what you're doing. How many billions of dollars of taxpayer money? Like, and this is what I love about the left. This is what I love about liberals. You sit there and you demonize corporations. You hate big corporations. You advocate for socialism, all these things. And yet they are taking your tax dollars and giving it to big pharma corporations that are selling you bullshit. First, it was one vaccine, then one booster, then two boosters, then three boosters, then five boosters. Oh my fuck me running. You people don't know what you're doing. Meanwhile, other countries are coming out and saying, oh, by the way, herd immunity is really the only way to go. Oh, by the way, we're not prescribing vaccines for the kids, but you Americans go right ahead. Jesus. This is where we're at, folks. This is where we're at. It's pathetic. We have a government run by children, incompetent buffoons. <sighs> Dr.
The rebounding phenomenon, which is described as a reoccurrence of COVID-19 symptoms or the development of a new positive viral test after having tested tested negative, has been found to occur between two and eight days after initial recovery. A brief return of COVID-19 symptoms may be part of the natural history of the virus, officials wrote, and may occur in some people regardless of treatment in the Paxlovid or vaccination status. Fauci said his second bout with the coronavirus after experiencing Paxlovid rebound was much worse than the first go-round. On Tuesday, Fauci said he was in a fourth day of a second five-day treatment with Paxlovid. He says, and fortunately, I feel reasonably good. I mean, I'm not completely without symptoms, but I certainly don't feel uh, acutely ill, Fauci said. I'm sure you don't. While Paxlovid is authorizing the United States for individuals with mild or moderate symptoms of the virus, there is no evidence that a second treatment of Paxlovid is required, according to the CDC. Oh, because the CDC has gotten that shit right, too. The CDC is corrupt. The CDC is worthless. Weaponized by the government. (laughs) Good Lord. Man. Man, how people just ran to line up to get that jab. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Man, you lined up so quick. You got in there. You believe this government. You bought into it. You didn't question the narrative. And anyone that did question the narrative, you silenced them. You censored them. You demonized them. You accused them of all manner of things. All manner of things. And then come to find out, oh, by the way, all now, manner of things. now you can get sued. You can sue them. They just rewarded one guy, again, we talked about yesterday, with paralyzed legs from the vaccine. Now he's going to get compensation. Well, his life's it's ruined. You fucked this guy up. You offered him safety and you gave him a disability, a permanent life-altering disability. <laughs> oh, interesting. We're going to be giving away one of these eggplants today after the show on Twitch, folks. We're going to give one of these away. You got to be a subscriber. If you're not following me on Twitch, download the Twitch app, The John Burke. Here's the link. Twitch.tv slash The John Burke. Go tune in. Drop a subscription. It's $4.99 a month. It's amazing. It's a great deal. Get yourself a Lost Savage eggplant. I'm telling you. You get to like the way it tastes. I guarantee it. <laughs> go check us out over on Twitch. Drop a subscription. End of the show, we're going to go live again, and we'll pick a random subscriber. Appreciate that love and support over there, guys. California makes history. Of course they are. <laughs> and we just watch. They make history. For what, John? Good question. First state in the U.S. giving food stamps to illegal aliens. That's where we're at. The first state in the U.S. giving food stamps to illegal aliens. Taxpayer citizen dollars going to these subsidy programs that are then handed to those that come over here illegally. People we don't know. They could be criminals for all we know. We just don't know. In what other country do you think something like this would fly? America has gone the way of the dodo bird due to progressive ideologies. This isn't conservatives. These are progressives. We look at the state of affairs of our country, one need look no further than the liberal left. And your love everybody, your globalization movement. We're all one big happy family. We should just love, love, love everybody. Let's just bring, oh, just, just give them all hugs. Big, just big group hugs. Oh, we just, we love you so much. We're just one human race. Until Habib buries you neck deep and then stones your fucking skull in because you basically looked at another man. Until they're running V-beds through your streets. Until they're assaulting you. Until they're stripping you away of your rights. But yeah, let's be friends with these people. Absolutely. Liberals are like, like what's the, what is the most accurate comparison you can make to where someone is so oblivious to how life actually works? All I can think for some reason, it's just like, I I would just, I just picture the scene in my mind of like a Jurassic Park scene. And you're just kind of like, you're walking up. It's like, oh, it's a cute dinosaur. And you're like, don't touch that. Oh, but it's so good. Look, it's beautiful. It, it can't be. Look how beautiful it can't be. Don't touch that. No, I'm going to touch. Don't touch that. 
And they go to touch it and the dinosaur eats them. It's just like, well, you learned. Wouldn't it be great if we had that in this country to that extent? That way we could kind of rid of ourselves of stupid people. It's like, don't sit in traffic. They're going to run you over. I'm going to protest. Don't sit in traffic. Cool. We kind of fixed our society. Imagine, imagine this. Now I know this goes in complete violation of the constitution and I'm not advocating, but think about this from just, just, just think about what I'm about to pitch to you. Okay. What if, what if you wanted to reproduce, but in order to do so, you had to pass an IQ test. You had to rate at a certain point on an IQ test. If you didn't, you were not allowed to reproduce. Now you could study. You can get your intelligence level up. I mean, come on. <laughs> and I understand there's educated, stupid people out there. I know that. Hell, I've t- talked to a lot of them. I know that. But I mean, come on. Might not be a bad thing. Uh, it's the stupid people that are ruining our society. It's people that just have no grasp on real life. They have been protected. The, the issue the issue that we have right now is that Darwinism and natural selection has been deterred. Therefore, it can't. Like, it's kind of like the village idiot that can't hunt or whatever, normally starves to death. We don't have that anymore. Now the village has to contribute to the village idiot's food and keeps him alive, and he's virtually worthless. He contributes nothing to society. What do these people do? What do these people do for us in our country? You're not paying taxes. In fact, you're a drain on the taxpayer. Why do we have you here? If we have the left that embraces socialist ideologies and policies to where everyone pays their fair share and contributes, well, then what about those that don't? What about those that don't? Now, of course, I'm just playing about the IQ test. Calm down, chat. I'm playing. I even prefaced it with it. We got some hard times ahead of us. I got a feeling these gas prices are only going to get worse. Now, here's here's what I find funny. Kitsinger. Kitsinger goes on Stephen Colbert's show, and I'm going to play a little clip on this. Look how buddy-buddy Kitsinger is with Stephen Colbert. Listen to how they just sit there and they suck each other off. Listen to this right here. Singer, as dramatic as these hearings have been, and I have to say, y'all have done a very good job of... There's, there hasn't been one dud right. so far. Yeah. My worry yesterday when you called this emergency one, I went, oh, no, don't rush it, because every single one of them has not disappointed. There's been something very substantive. There's no nothing burgers. It's all meat, okay? <laughs> and... Because they've been so uh, compelling and so informative and very specific in their information, have you seen any, have you gotten any response from your Republican colleagues saying, yeah, I'm seeing cracks in the armor here? Because I noticed that it was either today or yesterday, the Washington Examiner, right. not a liberal rag, said, right. yeah, you can't ever trust him with power again. It is time to never support him again. If there's, if there's so much meat and potatoes in this January 6th hearing, why, why did we just prove or not prove, it's just you You literally have somebody up there testifying that Trump tried to grab a steering wheel and drive himself to the Capitol 6 right. What? Nothing, bro. What, like, you don't, he's, he's, like, nothing. Where's Trump? Is he indicted? Is he arrested? No. You've got nothing. You've got nothing. But listen to this douchebag's response. By the way, I will say I was very concerned that my hearing would be a dud, but it turned out all right, because you're always sitting around fearful, like, oh, this is the one I got to talk about with DOJ. No, yours was Look, insane. It was insane. It was senior, the most senior Justice Department official. Okay, real quick. I, I, this is just so funny to me. Now, follow me here, folks. Do not get ahead of my thought process here. Now, do you remember maybe uh, six months to a year ago when Dan Crenshaw was helping uh, uh, Morgan Luttrell campaign, okay? And he was at this this little get-together, and he said that people like Adam Kitzinger that are so anti-Trump actually voted 
99.9% in accordance with the Trump agenda. When you go look at Kitzinger's voting record, that is accurate. That is accurate. It was true. If you go look, I think the website was like 22 or 55, I forget what it was. And you go plug it back. You can look where every single vote occurs with each person, each representative, in accordance to whether it was pro Trump or bad Trump or whatever the bill was. Kitzinger voted 99.9% in favor with every Trump agenda bill that was put out there. Kitzinger kissed Trump's ass. That Kitzinger turned on Trump on January 6th. Now, by leftist standards here, folks, if Kitzinger voted for four years in favor of every Trump endorsed bill, every Trump policy, and then suddenly Trump doesn't win the election, Kitzinger sees this. Now, Kitzinger, listen to how Steve Colbert talks to him. This is somebody who could be classified as a Trump loyalist. As a Trump loyalist. Officials saying in their contemporaneous notes, which legally are considered the same as videotape, yep. that the, they told the president it's illegal, and he said, well, just lie about it anyway, and just my Republican lie about colleagues it. will take care Leave of it. Leave it to me and the Republican congressman to do the rest. All you got to do is a little white lie, a big lie, and, tell, and we'll do all the rest. I mean, that's incredible. But look, I, uh, there's going to be so much more information that comes out. And yes, I had a friend of mine, uh, a really close friend, that sent me a text and said, my dad has been basically glued to Fox News for the last five years. Uh, he buys everything that Donald Trump says. He said he watched your hearing, and now he is outraged against Donald Trump, and he appreciates everything that's been done. So, it's... Wow. That the wow, good good for you. Okay, like <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's a small, it's a small anecdote, but there are cracks in the armor. It doesn't mean that you know all the Republicans are going to wake up, but it means that some are. And by the way, in a democracy, we need more than fifty percent of Americans to believe in democracy. We've got that now. Republicans have got to wake up, too. Look, you are Republicans. You're being lied to. You're being lied to, and you're being taken advantage of. Um, you can't be that gullible. Let's, let's fight to defend our democracy. What is he talking about? What, what, what democracy? What, what are you talking about? You fight to defend... Really? Yet you've got sitting congressmen and women that are calling for essentially the undermining of democracy by changing the rules to get what they want. What are you talking about? And he's referring, for those that don't, he's referring to democracy like the act of voting, stuff like that. He's not talking about America as a whole. Democracy. It's a thing. He's right there. But he's wrong because essentially the left does not embrace democracy. Well, is there any sense... I know y'all are getting new information. I know you're getting Every new day. information, and I know that you've taken a little pause now. You're going back to your pause, and you'll be coming back sometime in July, the 11th, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any sense of how long this is going to go? Yeah, I think we're going to do a couple more hearings, and uh, we're, we're get, obviously the investigation will continue. Mm -hmm. When the report comes out, we'll probably do a hearing or two around the report. But I think we showed yesterday that as we need to, we'll add more hearings. And uh, so we can <laughs> tell the rest of the story that we know so far in the next couple. Um, but there's a lot of details that have to be filled in. There's a lot of details that we can still fill in. And by the way, again, every day, new people are coming forward and saying, I've got this video. We have a, you know, a documentary maker that said, sure. I happen to have a whole bunch of video of the Oval Office. Like, okay, we're interested in that. Um, that kind of stuff happens every day. Ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna know the truth. And when your kids go to school, Someday they're going to be taught the truth about January 6th because of the work that this committee is doing. What's the truth? What, what's the truth? What's, what's the truth here? You, every single one of you sat there and said Trump called for this. Here's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. If you've been a follower of mine on Twitch and we watched January 6th together... We watched January 6th together. At no point did then-President Donald Trump 
call for violence in any way, shape, or form. Trump said, march down there and make your voice heard through protest. How many of you in the chat room today were with me on January 6th? We watched it live. We watched this thing live. At no point did Trump call for that. Well, he insinuated. No, he didn't. We watched. And then what happened? He's tweeting out, stop, stop this. And then what did Twitter do? Boom, pulled him. They banned his account because they didn't want him doubling down on that. This was a setup. The very same cops that ushered these people into the offices or into the freaking Capitol. Really? Oh, and the sergeant at arms that apparently was going to come forward and say there was some, some shady stuff. He's dead. Suspicious circumstances. It's in the news. You can go check it out. How many of us watched that day together? So when Kitzinger sits there and he lies like that, how fucking stupid do you think we are? That you will sit there and lie boldface to the American people saying, this was an undermining of democracy. Democracy still happened. Was it stupid? Of course it was. It was very dumb. Was it an actual like, insurrection? No, it was not an insurrection. That was a violent protest. But you know what was an insurrection? Down in Arizona with Roe v. Wade, when they went in there and took hostages, or they went in there and like, occupied the courts and stuff like that. Is that not an insurrection by the same method of standard that you applied it towards the right? Oh, but we're not going to talk about that. No, we, we can't have that. Not one time did President Trump call for violence. Madison Cawthorn did not call for violence. Donald Trump Jr. did not call for violence. Do you really think they would be so stupid as to stand there and call for violence knowing they could get indicted for that? Come on. Because, ladies and gentlemen, had they called for violence, they would be in prison right now. This is political theatrics. That's all it is. It's them trying to pump up the energy base or the, the voter base prior to the midterms coming up. This is what they do. This is a waste of taxpayer money. These hearings are a farce. You are literally doing interviews on hearsay of Trump supposedly grabbing a steering wheel and trying to commandeer a vehicle to drive down to the Capitol. Right. This is what sitting members of Congress are doing. What a blatant slap in the face of every taxpayer out there. Because they think that you, the voter, are stupid. Because they know that their side hates Trump so much, they will buy it hook, line, and sinker. Because we hate Trump. And look what it got you. Look what it got you. Damn near $8 a gallon in California, which, by the way, now you're giving food stamps to illegals. Good job. You got defunding the police up in New York. You got a dependency on foreign oil. You got freaking food products through the roof, the price points. You have crime surging. In some places, it's up like almost 200%. You've got a southern border issue that's not getting fixed. But what are we focused on? Oh, guns. Gun, guns are currently the problem, folks. Guns are currently the problem. Yeah, because of Uvalde. Really? You just had a truckload of human beings that you liberals love to say, we got to love everybody. You had a truckload, way more, that were dead. They suffocated. Because I'm going to say this right now. You don't get to sit there and say that you care about human life and then remain quiet when a truckload of people, men and women, are dead. Where's the outrage? Where's the marching? Where's David Hogg? Where are all these fucking whack jobs? Where are you at? You don't say a word. You don't say a word. Hmm. It's not about actual lives, ladies and gentlemen. Don't, don't fool yourself. Don't kid yourself. It's not about that. It's all political theater. It's all political theatrics. That's all this is. Kitzinger is just an, just, a, just an idiot. Just an idiot. And you got to love this one. <laughs> the fr you remember Friends, the show Friends? I like Friends. The sitcom creator mocked for pledging $4 million in reparations for her show's lack of diversity. 
Kaufman claimed her show's lack of diversity was a symptom of her own internalized systemic racism. Oh, fuck me. I am so tired. I am so tired of white liberals. You are the most annoying people on this planet. Like, you really are. You really are. Just so annoying. Ugh. Oh, God. My internalized racism. Really? Because of an all-white cast? There were some black characters on the show. There were Asian characters. It was predominantly white. Why? Because America at the time was also predominantly white, which it still is. But is BET going to freaking dish out reparations to white people because there's no white people in their shows? Oh, it's a one-side standard. I'm so fucking tired of these liberals. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to read it. Not even going to read it. These people are just dumb. Hey, you want to dish out $4 million? You go right ahead. I wonder who that $4 million is going to, though. Wonder who that $4 million is going to. Bunch of losers. That's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at. <laughs> all right. Well, that finishes today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. I appreciate y'all love and support. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for supporting the show. Go check out theamericansavageshow.com. Get your eggplant today. You can get a bundle package. You can get it all there for like 25 bucks. We're going to go live again here on Twitch right after this. And I'm going to give away one of these eggplants to a lucky viewer on Twitch and a subscriber. As always, I appreciate it. Check us out at shellshockcbd.com. Show some love there. And until tomorrow, folks, you stay savage, America.